All sponsors were new at one point, and I personally don't believe that someone's time in this business should be the only deciding factor on whether or not they can intelligently invest your money into a real estate deal or not. Now, experience is, of course, a factor that I look for, but there are a few ways I'd vet a new sponsor to make sure I'm comfortable with investing with them, and we'll cover those strategies in this episode. This is the Passive Real Estate Strategies Podcast where we educate career-driven individuals who have tapped out their earning potential, learn about passive real estate investing so you can continue building your wealth without compromising your time or taking on more responsibilities. I'm your host and managing partner at Realm Investors, a multifamily syndication group who has helped multiply millions of dollars for our passive investors. Thanks for tuning in and let's get on with the show. So first, it's unlikely that a brand new sponsor will work on a deal on their own. If anything, it would be impossible for someone with no real estate investing experience to qualify for a commercial loan. So at some point, there's someone with experience on the team. The first thing I want to know is who has that experience and what's their role. It's popular to see a less experienced syndicator or fund operator partner with an experienced team or people on deals with everybody bringing a unique piece of value to that specific transaction. Now, this is something we're doing more of this year as well as we bring our investors to seasoned operators and partner on deals together. And sometimes there are others on the deal that are brand new to the business and bringing some investors as well. If the sponsor you're vetting is partnering with another company or operator, I need to know who underwrote the asset and who is managing that asset. Once you understand who underwrote and will be managing the asset, that is the team you should hold the bulk of your experience to in that market and that asset class. So those are two very important questions for a new operator. Who underwrote this property and created the pro formas and who will be managing the asset? then dive into that group or that individual's experience. Second, if they are holding a key role in the underwriting and asset management, I need to know their background in those two fields and who is guiding them. I don't mind if an operator I'm speaking with is new to real estate investments, but if they are, I want to know if they have a formal mentor or coach who is working with them on the deal and what their involvement is. It's common in this industry to have mentors or mentoring programs who will pair up with new students, who will pair up new operators with a seasoned mentor. And sometimes that seasoned mentor's only job is to provide credibility. They may not actually hold a significant position in managing the asset once it's acquired. So again, it's not the end of the world if they're the ones taking the reins on management, but I need to know that up front. I need to know if they do have experience on the team Where does that experienced partner's responsibility start and end? And third, if they are managing the asset and are newer in the space, I need to know what their background looks like outside of real estate. And if that background to me qualifies them to manage an asset and a business like this one. If their previous role was a job or a company they owned where they were making great, great money, In my opinion, that helps ease my mind that they can take on a bigger task like managing a commercial asset. The reason being is to make lots of money, and I mean an abnormal amount of money, you know, $200,000, dollars $400,000 or more a year, you typically are a higher achiever than maybe the average worker. 
And that achievement typically follows the person wherever they go. Not to mention those high achievers and those A players typically hang out with other high achievers and other A players. So that also means they probably have a stronger network and ability to problem solve as things come up. So to me, I'd feel more confident investing in an entrepreneur who worked through thick and thin and left a field that was making them great money to invest in real estate than somebody who worked maybe a mid-level job that might not have had as much stress or responsibility tied to it. So those are really the three things I'd vet for. If they're partnering with another groups on their asset and bringing on investors, start qualifying the main group who will be managing the asset and who did the underwriting. Second, if they're heading the underwriting and management, I want to know their background in doing those two things in other fields. And if they have a mentor associated with this deal or another seasoned investor who's partnering with them, I need to know exactly where that mentor's role starts and stops. And third, I want to know their background and how successful they were in previous fields. High achievers typically bring those high achievements everywhere they go. And it doesn't start or stop with certain fields that they enter. So I'd feel more comfortable working with an abnormally high achiever in a previous field who is now managing our asset. Well, that's it for today's show. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And if you're looking to learn more about passive real estate investments, make sure you head to our show notes and download our free ebook, The Definitive Guide to Passive Real Estate Strategies, where we reveal the ins and outs of the truly passive ways to invest in real estate. We'll see you on the next episode.